Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on the podcast today is Heather Rasmussen. Heather is our Chief Officer for Ancillary Services and Quality. And Heather, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Don. We're going to talk a little bit today about uh, RSV, uh, the flu, and COVID, knowing that the flu is a coronavirus and that COVID is a coronavirus, and I'm going to guess that RSV must somehow be related to <laughs> coronaviruses. And you know what? They have all pretty much similar symptoms, too. So Yeah, it's kind of, kind of interesting. I mean, I think this, but it shows up differently in different kinds of people, and so maybe that's what we want to talk right. a little bit about today. Let's start with RSV because mm -hmm. that seems to be the one that's in the news the most. Right, right. Um, especially affects small children. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, RSV, like anything, you know, it's a virus. So we got to remember with viruses, the main thing is that antibiotics aren't going to do anything for a virus. And I think people sometimes think, oh, you know, the only thing that's going to help this is an antibiotic. Viruses don't respond to antibiotics. And RSV is one of them. So RSV does cold-like symptoms. Same thing with COVID and influenza. Coughing, sneezing, fever. It does hit typically children two and under, and it will help hit, you know, our elder population as well. But what happens if, you know, if a uh, child gets RSV, that can turn into pneumonia, it can turn into bronchiolitis, and that's when antibiotics are, the secondary infections require the antibiotics. Because is that bacterial then? Does it become a bacterial infection then at that when point? It, you know, if it's the bronchiolitis is an infection of the airway, you know, the lung airways and pneumonia is an um, infection in the lungs, it does. It, hmm. You know, there's secondary infect infections. Viruses can cause secondary infections that require antibiotics. Uh -huh. However, a, a specific virus, the flu virus, you know, COVID-19 virus, the RSV virus, won't respond to antibiotics. So, so knowing that uh, antibiotics are not a part of the treatment mm -hmm. regimen for RSV, uh, and you're a parent of a, ch a young child, mm -hmm. I mean, what what would you suggest, Heather? So, you know, if you if your child seems to be, uh, you know, kind of the coughing, the sneezing, and they are struggling to breathe, you know, infants can't tell you that I don't feel good and this is what's wrong. But if you're seeing your, your child struggle to breathe or use accessory muscles, you see, you know, they're, they're working really hard to breathe and their, their little chest is going up and down and they use their, their tummy muscles to help breathe. That's an indication that, you know, something might be going on, um, especially if they are having difficulty breathing. Obviously, you need to call 911 and get to the emergency room. But if they're, you know, sneezing, coughing, running a little bit of a fever, definitely get in to see your healthcare provider. So that's RSV, and my guest on the program today is Heather Rasmussen. Heather is our Chief Officer for Ancillary Services and Quality here at CCMH, and Heather handles all of our infection control stuff, which is why we're talking to her today about uh, all of these uh, similar uh, illnesses. So RSV, itty-bitty little kids, for the most part, mm -hmm. maybe maybe some older, older, older kids, but the the thing that it really affects adults right now is the flu, and oh, we've yes. really seen a tremendous number of flu cases already this we year. We have. Um, <laughs> our flu season started a lot earlier than, than typically what it does. You know, we, we'll see a smattering of flu throughout the winter months, you know, the October, November, December. Our flu season typically really kind of hits usually in January, February, but we, we have seen it a lot earlier this year, and, and it's hit hard. And some of the, I think, and I'm not sure exactly, you know, what the causes are, but there are some people who seem to think that over the last couple of years wearing masks, so on and so forth, that that 
held down artificially maybe the number the, the number of flu cases, but now this year without many of those precautions being in place, that that's why we're seeing all of the all of the flu so early this year. Sure. Yeah. You know, we were all you know during the early days of the pandemic, everybody was we were all scared. We didn't know what to expect. We were much more vigilant in infection prevention. We were washing our hands. We were wiping down our surfaces. We were staying home if we were sick, um, things like that. And now, you know, we were wearing masks. Well, we're not doing that so much anymore. Um, so these viruses are opportunistic, and you know they're smart. And when they see that, they're going to start doing what they need to do to to find a host and, and infect that host. Because viruses are like that, aren't they? They are. They are smart. They. Um, they survive, and they the way they do that is they just continually replicate. They make hundreds of copies of themselves, and then they decide, oh well, you know this this is not working anymore. We're not getting so much infection anymore, so we're going to mutate a little bit. And that's why during you know flu season we have influenza A, we have influenza B, COVID, we have so many mutated variants. That's what viruses do. It's not surprising that we have that because that's what they do. They want to survive, so they're going to mutate themselves. So maybe one last question before we move on and talk a little bit about COVID. If in fact, uh, well, let's talk first of all about if you don't want the flu, what do you do? Uh, There's infection control, infection prevention, wash your hands, stay at home when you're sick, influenza, the vaccine. Um, I just read an article today from the um, CDC that says that the the influenza vaccine this year seems to be a good match from what we see circulating. What we are typically seeing in our clinic in the ER is influenza A. Now the quadrivalent influenza vaccine has two A's and two B's, just two strains of A and two strains of B. But they are saying that it, it seems to be a good match this year, which is fortunate. So your recommendation is if you haven't received your flu shot yet, you should. It's never too late to get your flu shot. And you should be washing your hands uh, sanitizing surfaces, mm -hmm. and if you're sick, stay home. Stay home and, co and cover your cough and your sneeze. That's a, there's, yeah. that's <laughs> another really good suggestion. My guest on the podcast today is Heather Rasmus, and Heather is the Chief Officer for Ancillary Services and Quality here at CCMH. She's also our Infection Control Officer. We're talking about RSV, the flu, and COVID. Uh, and so let's talk about COVID just for a little bit because RSV and, and the flu really have been most of what we've been talking about. I mean, we're not really talking about COVID at all anymore, but there's obviously still that circulating within our population as well. We are still seeing COVID. We still have people testing positive for COVID. It's still here, um, you know, and the same thing with um, influenza, you know, same infection prevention control measures, COVID vaccine, um, the boosters, get the boosters if you're able to get the boosters, but we are still seeing COVID and we are still having some admissions due to COVID. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of questions about that. I think we've, I mean, that thing has been beaten to death over the last couple of years. We've talked about this repeatedly, but but I, I guess maybe the one thing that I'm a little bit curious about is what do you think the, what do you think is the most important thing to be paying attention to right now, especially for adults? Is it is it the flu or is it COVID? We're seeing more flu. Okay. Um, and we're seeing influenza A, like I said before. But um, yeah, I've, I've had a couple people ask me, you know, what's what's worrying you? Of course, all virus, this all worries, but it's really the flu right now that we're seeing the most of. And our, we're see, are seeing some RSV and, you know, the hospitals, um, you know, we might run into a little bit of difficulty transferring if we need to, because 
the tertiary care hospitals that we would transfer to are seeing a lot of RSV and transfers could become difficult. And what you talked about earlier, I think, is the is the great fear for older adults. And that is, I mean, especially people my age and older, you know, you're 60 plus, is the fact that not just is it the flu or COVID, but now it's the other things that follow on to that, the pneumonia and the other secondary infections that you talked about. That That's the real concern mm -hmm. here. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you're immunocompromised, you're, uh, you know, child, you're an older adult, you're just more susceptible to things like that. And you know, our bodies, when we have a virus or a bacteria, our bodies need rest. And it's hard for some people to just stay home or allow that rest for your body to let your body do what it needs to do to get rid of the virus. And you know, if you're immunocompromised already, it's hard for the body to do that, to try to get rid of whatever's invading it. So that's why, you know, we, we all, um, those of us don't, that don't fall into that category need to do our part in protecting those as well. So for those people who are listening to our podcast today and thinking to themselves, gosh, I should really go get my flu mm -hmm. shot. I probably ought to go get that COVID bivalent mm -hmm. uh, shot. Uh, what, what do you recommend that they do? Contact your provider. We have the, the COVID shots and the influenza shots here. You can call 265-2700 and, and come in and get your get whatever immunization you want. And there are a couple of other uh, places where I if you mm -hmm. really wanted to do that, you could. Sure. I mean, I think the pharmacies yep. are offering that, so on and so yep. forth. Our local pharmacies, our uh, local public health are offering these as well. So yeah. Not to say that we don't want you Absolutely. coming to our shop. I Absolutely. mean, we're happy about that, but just so that people know that yep. there are there are a lot of different yep. options for this, and, and we really encourage people to uh, be a part of that. Absolutely. Heather, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. My guest on the podcast today has been Heather Rasmussen. Heather is the Chief Officer for Ancillary Services and Quality here at CCMH. I'm Don Linsman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life. <laughs>